a new Indiana expungement case just came out and I wanted to bring Zach on and talk about it. Zach, what is going on with this recent Indiana appellate decision on expungements? So the gentleman who applied for an expungement, um, he, he had been involved in like a robbery a long, long time before and he did his time for it. He got out, he picked up a few new cases, all alcohol related, but then 20 years later, decided to petition for an expungement. And he, he came out with his petition um, and the, the court he sent the petition to denied his expungement. They said um, he wasn't eligible and they said it for a couple reasons. So he appealed it, got denied again. And then he waited a few years as he's allowed to under the Indiana law and refiled his expungement. And once again, he got denied. So once again, he appealed it and they sent it up to the court of appeals and the court of appeals basically, um, you know, they granted it, which instead of sending it back down to the, the lower trial court, they granted it themselves. So it's, it's pretty cool for the, the gentleman who, uh, who applied for this expungement. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I was reading this case. He hadn't been in trouble for 20 years. He's a family man, owns his own business, has, I think, four kids, huge volunteer in the community, employs people, um, just someone, you know, it seemed like from on paper, at least the exact type person we want to give a second shot to. And um, the reason why he was really pushing for the expungement is he wants to be part of an organization that helps families transport kids who can't afford transport to these hospitals. Um, and it wasn't just like him just talking about that. Literally, his family and friends, they all take part in this organization. And um, he just really wanted to do this just to, he could volunteer more. Um, this case is very interesting because it touches on lots of little random parts of the expungement law. So Zach, I want to ask you, this was a, a felony. And, you know, under the old system, it was a C felony, which C felony was punishable by maximum up to eight years in jail. This is back in the day before 2014 changed it to letter to numbers. Now it's, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six. Tell me how this court approaches what they call major felony expungements. There's a two-step process. Go over that for us. So we deal a lot with the, the minor expungements, um, which are known as section one or two expungements. But because this was a higher level felony, it's what's called a section four expungement. Um, and we've done a few of these too, but unlike the, the minor expungements that we typically see, this is a permissive expungement. It's not, the court has the ability to expunge it. They aren't required to. So um, the court of appeals looked at it as a, a two-step um, consideration. The first step is making sure that the petitioner is eligible, um, that he paid all the fees, he completed the sentence, he's at the right point, um, you know, enough time has passed since the conviction so that he's statutorily eligible. The second part of it is whether or not the court wishes to grant it based on, you know, a lot of the variables that you talked about. So um, in this case, yeah, you, you discussed a lot of the reasons. It's been a long period of time. He's got a, basically a whole new life. Um, and th that's the, the second consideration the court takes uh, when, they, when they look at all this. And so one of the things that the court said, or at least the, the, the Court of Appeals had to fill in some blanks in this one, but apparently one of the reasons perhaps the court, the trial court said you can't get an expungement is because 
this gentleman didn't pay restitution, but his co-defendants did. So no one's arguing that the victim has not been made complete, but the judge was trying to basically say, well, you didn't pay it. It was a really weird um, analysis. And then, and then Zach, tell us about this value of the guns, how that played into the trial court's decision. The, the trial court decided that since the guns were valued at $16,000, that was sort of a, a negative factor in this situation. And they, I, it, it seemed like a bit of a stretch, but that's one of the ways they justified it. And then what did the Indiana Court of Appeals determine about this value in the guns and the reason to deny an expungement? They said, so there, a lot of discretion is given to the trial courts with these things. Um, but the fact that $16,000 worth of guns were stolen isn't enough to deny someone an expungement. It's not a violent crime, even though guns were involved, but the guns weren't, the guns weren't, it, it wasn't a gun-based crime. It was a, a burglary where guns were taken. Um, so the Court of Appeals kind of thought that was a ridiculous justification to deny the expungement. Yeah, and you know, like you said earlier, the Court of Appeals didn't say, hey, trial court, please reconsider. The Court of Appeals said, hey, trial court, we're granting this expungement, which I feel like is an extraordinary remedy and I'm so happy for this guy. And I'm so happy the attorney didn't just take no for an answer. And you know, Zach, you and I both know trial court judges have a hard job. They're, they're constantly doing things and they're doing what they think is best for the community. But, you know, and that's why we have, they, but they make mistakes like everybody else. And that's why we have a second layer. And I'm so happy that attorney peeled. And um, I just can't even stress enough how I think this guy's life's gonna change for the better. And uh, I tell people all the time, you know, we win criminal cases. People are always like, yeah, good job. You get an expungement or someone's driver's license back. They're like, I'm going to name my kid after you. It's kind of funny. And um, do you have any parting thoughts for anybody watching this video, Zach? It, it, what's interesting to me is we, we did an expungement video a couple months ago uh, where the Court of Appeals or the Supreme Court, I can't recall which, had a similar ruling where they, they wanted to expand who was able to get expungements. Um, and they wanted to clarify just it, it's it's a remedy for these people. And so they want to they want to open it up as much as possible. So they're going to interpret this statute in a, in a way a lot of the time that's going to help the petitioners out. Um, so we're seeing the expungement law move forward a lot in, in ways that's very helpful to people who have criminal histories. Um, so I, it, it's it's definitely good news. And, you know, I'm looking at page eight of the opinion the expungement statutes are inherently remedial and as such should be liberally construed to advance the remedy for which they were enacted. Give these people a second chance. It's right there. Let's do it. If anybody has any questions about expungement, give us a call 317-632-3642. Getting expungements granted is probably one of the highlights of our job. And people truly are grateful and it's wonderful knowing their lives are going to get better. If you have any questions, give us a call. Thanks so much, Zach. You have a great day, buddy. All right, you too.